Welcome to I'm Anxious About, a podcast where two friends commiserate about our respective anxieties on a new topic each week. I'm Christopher Mitchell. And I'm Allison Green. And today we are anxious about starting a podcast. with us because I think starting any new venture, especially if it's a creative venture, but any venture at all, is always a little anxiety inducing because I don't know about you, but I have a real fear of starting new things because I really hate (laughs) that stage of development where you just suck, you know, and, you know, they say it takes 10,000 hours to become a master in something, but I rarely make it past the first 100 because my frustration tolerance is pretty much that of like a five-year-old who has been told he can't have his favorite toy. And so um, I usually quit most things before I properly get good at them. So starting something new, whether it be a podcast, a blog, uh, basically anything, I freak out a little bit. Are you the same, Chris? How are you feeling? Yeah, I feel pretty good about it overall. Um, I think I'm actually more anxious about getting stuck in a, in a routine or a rut. And so the idea of starting something new is actually a little bit liberating for me because I have that fear of just being like, well, I'm just, you know, I guess I'm just going to be uh, okay with the status quo and just uh, live out my days working on these couple things. You know, like I, I like to have, you know, a bunch of things that I'm working on. The other side of that, of course, is that I often forget I'm only one human being. And sometimes I end up juggling like 13 projects. I have a bit of a propensity to think that I'm going to be able to find future time that doesn't exist. So that's the other side of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's definitely a real shame that Hermione Granger's time turner is not a thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But before we got started diving into the the bulk of the podcast, I wanted to ask you, um, basically, just how are you feeling today on a scale of one to crumbling to pieces? How's it going over there in Toronto? It's. I think it's going. It's going just fine. Um, you know, we're not going to get it too much into the, this episode because everyone else on the planet is um, putting it in our faces right now, um, and it's like kind of impossible to avoid. But of course, uh, this is the. We're in the midst of coronavirus, which is a whole new thing going on, and, and that self isolation and stuff like that. I, I'll be totally honest. Where I, you know, I, I don't love being the feeling of being trapped. I love to be on the move. I love having plenty of options and uh, not huge on overarching authority telling me when or not I can leave my house. So, you know, these are a couple of things that are making me a little bit like, uh, but uh, I also generally speaking, I'm able to latch onto silver linings. And, and, and I think that for me is the ability to start new projects like this. So on the one hand, you know, I, I'd be lying if I said I, I wasn't you know, a little bummed out not to have a next trip to look forward to, or even just to go over to a friend's place for for dinner or something like that. But, you know, the silver linings are that I can start stuff like this. And um, I'm also playing video games online unapologetically now because it's officially the most social thing I can do. You're saving the planet. (laughs) Yeah. By playing video games. But Chris, we didn't get a number from you. 
Oh, well, that's true. Um, that's You'll realize after listening for a while, that can happen. Um, <laughs> let's go with a, let's go with a f- five. Okay. Exceedingly yeah. neutral, but okay. <laughs> but I'm, Were you again, anxious about giving too, like, too extreme of a number in either way of the scale, or are you truly feeling the five? So another good question. Um, I think I'm truly feeling the five because I've had moments this morning where I've both been like, oh, this is the worst. And also moments of happiness. Bree's made, for those who don't know, Bree, my wife, um, has made uh, a lot of great food today. And I've eaten super well. And, and quite frankly, it's pretty hard for me as a person to not be generally happy when I'm so well fed. So I think I'm kind of like a spoiled cat in that way so that's i think that's where the five comes from um and i may try and sneak out and get a little sunshine later um but i think generally speaking uh you know i'm feeling pretty i'm feeling pretty pretty in the middle and i also think people you know if they're trying to get to know me now will understand that as a you know as a uh you know polite loving canadian um it probably also has to do with me giving the safe answer for the first time so you'll love me yes (laughs) <laughs> and me being the brash American, I will <laughs> be a little Please dramatic. Tell me. I would like you to be. Can you tell me on the scale of one to crumbling to pieces where you're at? Um, I'm at about a six point five today. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so we just adopted a dog. Uh, it was already our plan pre-quarantine to adopt a dog. We wanted to adopt an older dog um, who didn't really have much of a chance in the shelter. So on Monday, we picked up this sweet, sweet boy named, well, we, we've been waffling on a name. We decided on Piggy today, but, you know, that could change because <laughs> he, he oinks and grunts and, you know, sniffs around a lot and he has like pink nose. Uh, but we didn't want a puppy because of how much work they are, but we also kind of forgot about, oh, hey, this dog has been living in a shelter for five years and has zero conception of uh, how to live in a house. And so basically just trying to um, train him has been a bit of a nightmare because yes, we're in uh, the end times, as I call the uh, coronavirus era. And basically, (laughs) we live on the eighth floor of a building. And every single time we want to give him a walk, you know, we got a suit up and all the hand sanitizers and the mask and this and that. And So we've been taking him out four times a day and without fail, the moment he comes back into the apartment is when he decides to take a giant shit on the floor and like in (laughs) multiple places along the floor. So it's just like a Jackson Pollocky shit everywhere situation. Lovely. And it's like, but I just took you for a 30 minute walk, bro. Like, come on, like, give me a little slack. Like it's not us missing his time. So he just doesn't really realize he's not supposed to go to the bathroom in the house yet. And I know that shouldn't make me anxious. Like it should just make me frustrated, but there's part of me that's like, Oh my God, how am I ever going to teach him how to do this? He's eight years old. You can't, you can't teach a dog. New, can't teach dog. an old dog new tricks. Exactly. Like what if I can't teach him new tricks? What if he's just a house shitter? And so, and then just, you know, because like we're in quarantine, 
and like, you know, you're around your partner like 24 seven. It's just like, we keep being like, can you clean the shit? Can you clean the shit? And it's just been, it's just been a little tiring, honestly, you know, um, cause we were so excited about getting the dog and we still are, we still love him. He's the sweetest, sweetest boy. I mean, this is just the one behavior we need to kind of stamp out and it's only been a week, but it has been quite anxiety inducing just, you know, all of a sudden you let your guard down for a second and then there's just a horrible smell and ah, I need to fix this immediately. It's, it's happened again. <laughs> and like my husband's working from home and he's like connected to like a, his earpiece. So like, he'll be shouting at me from the other room. He's done it again. Get them up <laughs> because he can't help immediately. And I have to like run out there and then I'm stressed. So, um, that that accounts for my 6.5. Yeah. I love it. I love it. All I right. think we kind of I think we kind of dove into to where we're at so we can probably dive into the episode. One thing we're trying to do is we're trying to experiment a little bit and so we're trying to create some structure by starting off each time by just checking in and where we're at and we'll have a little something at the end too. But it's just a way to kick off uh, where we're at today and I think that's important, you know, for all of us, all of us on here to be thinking about, hey, where are we at today and and knowing that uh, you know, you don't always have to give the Canadian 5. You can always give the <laughs> So so I think that's good. Um and and today really I think it's going to be a good example of what the podcast is like where we're just going to talk about how we're feeling about a different topic and just see where we align and where we don't align. Um, but today's going to be very telling both personally and professionally for our podcast because we're talking about, you know, a little bit of uh, anxious anxiety around starting this podcast. And I'd love to dive in a little bit to where we're both at with this. Do you want to kick things off? Any anxieties you're feeling about, about starting this podcast? We can get into hopes and dreams too, but, uh, you know, uh, let's, uh, well, we can start from from somewhere. Do you want to start from somewhere? (laughs) Yeah. So I am anxious about my voice. Um, because I don't know, I just feel sort of like, uh, female presenters or whatever. I was about to just say females, which is like my least favorite thing. Like, please don't call women females. So like, but I feel like (laughs) women, like women are often sort of policed for their voice. And I have a tendency to, to like a lot because I'm a Californian and um, I know my voice can be kind of, I don't know. I just, I have some anxieties about my voice. I, I don't know if it's annoying. Um, I don't really know if it sounds good to other people because whenever I hear it played back, I'm like, that was not me. That's a cipher. I don't know who that was. <laughs> um, so I'm a little anxious about bringing my voice to the masses. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Fair enough. Yeah. And um, I think even just using the term, the masses is ambitious because we'll see if anyone listens. Um, yeah. Is, yeah. But, uh, but the masses of our dozen friends and masses. family members who we <laughs> guilt into listening to this endeavor. All of the close people. To us. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. But I mean, to, to be fair, I think that's something that probably everyone contends with a little bit. I think some of these things, like, for example, if I was in love with listening to my own voice and listen to it all the time, like, I'm probably a narcissist, right? Yeah. I mean, so, like, I think I, I don't even listen to my podcast that I record. I, I can't really bring myself to do it. However, and this is probably one of my anxieties around starting a podcast, is I, 
I have a thing about people who repeat the same phrases over and over again because I pick them up and then I can't get rid of them. And I listened to myself on an interview that I did last week talking about um, what it was like to be a travel content creator during this time. And I realized that I often pause and give a dramatic, like, you know, like I'll say something <laughs> like, I'll be in the midst of saying something and it'll be something along the lines of, you know, we're all coming at this together, you know, and it's it's something we're all going to go for, you know, and and it's just like these unnecessary you knows. So that's something I'm working on. And, and I think on the one hand, it makes me a little bit like anxious to put yourself out there. But it also, now that I've said it out loud, it's almost liberating because now I know that people can reach me and call me on it if they're like, Chris. I noticed you did pretty well in that first episode, not going down the you know um, you know road, but now you're back. You're back. So that's something I'm going to work towards. But as far as the sound of my own voice, I've gotten over it to the point where if it's regularly going down the all episodes list on my podcast player and it stumbles across a podcast that I'm on, I don't immediately shudder in horror, but I'm also, I can't necessarily listen to it and, and yeah i don't know but i think that's a common thing do you remember when like personalizing your voicemail was a thing in what sense like where you had to be like hi i'm allison i'm not available right now so oh, yes. leave a message after the beep that was a harrowing experience for me and i think that uh just like you have a lot of words and phrases that you reuse a lot um harrowing is one of mine i like it um i think that everything is harrowing um <laughs> <laughs> so um but yeah so that was just making me think of that like how i would just be like oh no something's wrong with that recording no i need to start it over and over and over again and actually like part of the fun of this podcast is that we are not trying to polish it into this perfect gem of masterful editing and masterful segues. Um, We want it to be relatable, a little bit quirky, a little bit silly. And we just want to be able to be ourselves in hopes that other people will feel more confident in who they are as weird as they and we may be. And so, yeah, I kind of, kind of lost track there. Can you, no, 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 that's can you ex- help? Reel me uh, in, reel me in, Chris. I'm, I'm about to I'm start, back, you I'm know. I was, I was starting to sound the foghorn, like, Alison, why are you gone? Um, yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, that was, that was, a, that was a, I was worried where I was going to find you there. It was pretty harrowing. Um, <laughs> it was harrowing. It was a little, Thank you for. It's a little bit harrowing. But you, but, you threw the life, you threw the. I life preserver. Life preserver at the yeah. exact right moment, so I did not so you're back. Uh, drown. Yeah, I'm yeah, back. I think, I'm back I, on board. I think that really sums it up well, though. We're not aiming for perfection because that would be sort of antithetical to what we're trying to do here. And yeah, just trying to provide that open, honest voice, and and hopefully that resonates with people. And I, my feeling is it will, and and whether or not it does, I'm kind of excited about the process either way. Uh, but I'm not so concerned about the content, but something I was a little bit nervous about. But I kind of, I mean, kind of also excited about it in a weird way is the is the is the production process, the the post production. You know, how do we take this and get it onto different platforms? Like I've done this before, but now we're taking on more of the responsibility with the editing and all this stuff. So I don't know. I mean, I, I'm feeling. Uh, I think I'm 
honestly, right now, actually just excited for a new challenge. So it's not that anxiety inducing for me, but the fact that I know that I have a couple things on my to-do list in relation to this, it's, you know, makes me a little bit like, Ugh, but I don't know. How are you feeling about the, the whole, the producing of the podcast, not necessarily the content, but the, but the production itself. Harrowed? Is that a word? <laughs> Harrowed? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm anxious about it because, frankly, I don't do very well with new forms of technology. I don't do well with new forms of just about anything. Or um, just like I new. said, just new. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like being in beginner mode. I find it very frustrating. And especially with technology, things escalate very quickly to like that scene in Zoolander where they're like trying to turn on the computer and they start like beating it wildly while like (laughs) gradually making louder and louder monkey noises. That's basically me every time I try to figure out something technical. I just turned 30 and for some reason coinciding with my 30th birthday, I seem to have like lost 20 to 30% of my ability to use technology (laughs) And things that were normally mindless tasks for me now seem insurmountable. And I have like a great more deal of respect. That is not how you would put those words together. I have far more respect for uh, the boomer generation trying to figure out FaceTime. Like God bless my mother who has still not figured out FaceTime in five years. And I can kind of relate to that now because things feel more complicated at age 30. I got to say and uh, and I am a little nervous to learn a new program. And I am also nervous because uh, my MacBook Air weighs like less than a pound. It's very easy to throw or hit or <laughs> bat if things are not going my way. Uh, so I'm just like a little bit worried for the safety of my computer and the safety of those around me as I learn a new program. But I'm also excited to have something new to learn because I honestly haven't really tried to gain a new skill in a long time. It's a totally new uh, endeavor for me. I've never, ever worked on anything related to audio editing. I've done a small amount of video editing in the past, but nothing to where I feel it gives me any advantage. So I'm a little nervous about the editing process, but also simultaneously excited because As you have gathered, we are recording this in times of quarantine and isolation, and we have uh, lots of time on our hands. So I'm grateful for a new project that is not figuring out what is on Netflix that we haven't watched yet. (laughs) Exactly. I think that's it for me. I'm not so worried about most of the things to do with this podcast because I finally feel like I have ample time to do this, and I actually feel like this is a good use of my time because often it's, for me at least, it's in writing or talking about things that I actually gain a lot more clarity about how I actually feel about things. It's almost like when I put it out in the world or put it on paper, it's like it's a, as someone who's a little bit more like extroverted, it, it's kind of like how I process things. So it's exciting for me to kind of have that opportunity. My primary thing in just in general with my life is, is like I, I try, my days are really hyper scheduled and I don't leave a lot of room for fluidity. And so even today, like we were, we hopped on to record the start here. And then you're like, what do you think we'll record in the first episode? And then I had to mentally be like, yes, that is okay. That is an okay thing. <laughs> like we're going to go forward with it. You don't have anything else urgent planned. Somebody who has some ADHD going on in my life. Um, 
it, I need to keep things organized and like be really diligent about list building and be really diligent about the way that I'm tackling tasks. But sometimes like the thought of adding something new into that mix and finding the time for it can be a little bit anxiety inducing for me. But for me, mostly it just has to do with, I'm also really outcome oriented. So I think about like, is this going to be worth my time? And and I think I probably made the mistake in the past of thinking about everything in terms of being worth my time from a monetary perspective, when it it turns out like there are some things that are just really going to be worth your time because they bring you joy or you are learning or not to be a bit of a loser, but like you're forming a new partnership you're excited about and that kind of stuff. So that's something else I've just been thinking about, but I, I will say that I've, that's something I like thought through even possibly just now in the last 84 seconds. And, um, and I feel actually pretty comfortable with it. Awesome. Are there any other anxieties that you're having about starting this podcast? Anything else that's sort of tickling at the back of your throat about this? Yeah. Uh, don't mention tickling at the back of your throat during this time because I don't want to uh, yeah. think about symptoms. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if we could refrain, <laughs> refrain, from, refrain that. from any medical analogies. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah. No medical analogies for the foreseeable future, please and thank okay. you. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. Um, I guess just, I mean, the big thing is that I, for me, and this is just something I'm le- legitimately probably the biggest anxiety I have about the, about the podcast is you know, I'm not going to do something like this unless I feel like I can be vulnerable because I feel like probably being vulnerable is a, is uh, the only way that this, you know, we're not doing this podcast to try and help a trillion people. But I feel like if it is going to help somebody, it'll help people because we're vulnerable about, I think being, I'd like to think we're two people doing a whole bunch of interesting stuff, but we're still willing to admit that we, like everybody else, we have our you know downsides and our faults and so on and so forth. And I think just honestly growing up as like a sports playing male, like it was just like always thought of as like mental illness or, or I don't know, whatever it is. And like, if you're anxious or you're depressed or whatever, you're weak, you know? And I think even though I know that's just absurd, there's still some small part of me that's like, you don't be openly talking about anything wrong with you, Chris, you know, you're doing just fine. Um, And so that's a legitimate um, thing for me. But I also realized like, not a bad shame to to say that you struggle with this that or the other um and in fact like you know if we're really gonna try to move forward into the new age of respect for each other like we probably gotta be honest about where we're at you know so that's i think i explained that well enough did that did i convey yeah, no yeah? that made sense that made sense i feel like i should have more anxiety about vulnerability because i have like massive social anxiety when it comes to like, oh my God, is the person at the pet store thinking that I'm a fucking moron today because like I didn't, you know, know the right word for like a bag or whatever. Um, I'm in Bulgaria learning Bulgarian and it's not going so well. Um, So like I'm, but what I've realized now is like my social anxiety is like very hyper specific to like strangers and like people I don't know very well like I am immensely invested in like what my grocer thinks of me or like like what like complete random people who I should not care about um like you know what their thoughts of me are I I feel like I cannot make a fool of myself in front of them And for some reason, though, if it's just sort of like faceless masses, I'm like, 
oh, you guys want to know every embarrassing thing that has ever happened to me? Fine. Let's go for it. Let's let's strip off all the band-aids. Here's this. Here's that. Here's this issue. Here's that issue. Oh, you want some of this? You want some of that? Free for all. I don't know why. I guess it's just because like I can't see the faces and like I'm sure if I went down a rabbit hole thinking, oh, I'm sure this person's going to listen to it, then I could freak out about it. Mm -hmm. But in general, I don't mind being vulnerable to an invisible person, to like an invisible listener. I'm much more nervous about like dealing with strangers in my everyday life. That's how my vulnerability manifests. Yeah, I think that's interesting. I mean, for me, like, and we're going to get into this a little bit more. I think we're going to do a whole episode on social anxiety and stuff. I, I don't have any of that. I love meeting new people. I love like figuring out if I can make some new friends in my life. Uh, but I guess for me, it's the opposite. I'm like, I worry about, I don't know. I, I guess you worry about that. Like one person is just like, well, I guess I'm writing off Chris now, you know, but then you you also realize as you get older too, like the, anybody who would do that to you, like isn't worth having in your life anyways. You know what I mean? So it's yep. like, that's a, the other things too. Like I, I, I'm thankful. Like I find kind of as, a, as I get older, there's probably more things I'm like leery of and so on. But I also, I have more experience to draw from to, to let me know that it's ridiculous. And that's definitely something I can do is like catastrophize the situation. Like, you know, I have, a, again, you have like a little cough and you're like, oh my gosh, plan the funeral, you know, um, <laughs> especially these times, you know, but, yes. uh, but taking that deep breath can help. And thankfully I've got a good amount of experience to draw from now, <laughs> but yeah, it's a every day, you know, you just kind of wake up bad lawn. <laughs> you sound like a sailor, like a really grizzled <laughs> sailor who's like just seeing the worst storm and <laughs> battening down the hatches for another day but i mean that's sometimes how it feels like that's sometimes the reality yeah and i'm kind of interested to see how we both share throughout the podcast but i'm i was really excited about starting off with an episode like this to put everything out there and then there's sort of this like great context for all the other things we're going to produce and like to me a lot of the anxiety or trepidation i might have had around uh, starting a podcast like this, like it's, it's almost kind of X'd out for me because we started off with a open and vulnerable kind of like little start here, which people might've listened to before this episode and the fact that we're doing this episode. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because we're setting, we're setting the expectations low, which is great. <laughs> um, <laughs> because that means we will exceed expectations most likely. Um, but we did want to emphasize that this is not going to be a hugely edited production. We want this to be a conversation amongst friends that you f- don't feel awkward eavesdropping on, basically. Yeah, exactly. And it, and I think also, we didn't mention this in the start here, but for people who are curious about how it's going to progress, I mean, obviously, it's going to take a whole bunch of different forms. but. I- I think we're also keen to have different people on and share different opinions and all that kind of stuff. So there's plenty of room for for that. And I think we're, at least I'm, you know, pretty excited to keep things fresh and, and have some different voices on too. Yeah, we're definitely looking forward to having some guests on the show to share their anxieties or just to be like, the fuck is wrong with you two? That is not a thing. You know, just to give us a, a necessary check uh, when I'm going on a uh, 
rampage about bananas or something like that. I'm excited for that episode, um, by the way. I mean, everybody, oh yeah, everyone needs to put that, like, circle that in your memory right now. That it's, yeah. it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I have a lot of fears. Um, but I just think it'll be fun to have some different voices on here. We're going to start off just the two of us kind of working on getting our structure down, our rapport down, and... And then we'll, we'll throw in some some fun things. We want our listeners to be able to call in and share some of their mm-hmm. anxieties as well along the line. And we can discuss those. So we want this to eventually become more interactive, a little For more sure. community-based because, I mean, we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and if you're not, in this together. I'm not really sure why you're listening to podcasts about anxiety. You must be a little bit sadistic. Yes, very, very voyeuristic Get out. view. Get out. Get out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's that's well said. Um, so I think we touched on a lot of the major things. Is there anything else that you feel anxious about in starting this podcast? Or or do we cover a lot of the the nitty gritty details of that? I think we covered all the things that I wanted to cover. I just wanted to say uh, one more time because people may not have listened to the start here. One thing we were anxious about is we don't want people to think that this is a self-help podcast. Mm -hmm. We have zero clinical expertise or knowledge. Mm -hmm. We are very much mismanaging our own anxieties. <laughs> so uh, we are not going to try to help others, except for just sharing our exactly. own uh, personal stories in hopes that you can find something to relate to or feel less alone in your anxiety. Yeah, so exactly. I'm just, I, I guess I'm slightly anxious about people leaning too much onto us when we aren't able to actually um, provide that support because we're still messes who are working on ourselves one day at a time. And so we want to offer people this community to, to join and hear and commiserate with us. But at the same time, uh, we are in no way able or qualified to help people with anxiety besides sharing our points of view. So mm-hmm. I guess I was just a little anxious about setting sort of the the boundaries of what we will and won't be able to do in this podcast. Yeah. Uh, so we just want this to be because anxiety is like, I feel like a lot of the time it's like anxiety is a, a disease you must stamp out. And the prescription is like meditation, cold showers, waking up at 5am and blah, 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 blah. And you have to follow this like insane regimen. And we all know that we won't do that. And um, we just want to be people who are living with anxiety, talking about what it's like to be us. Obviously, we're trying to get over our anxieties and cope with them in healthy ways whenever possible. But we're just trying to share our stories and not trying to prescribe a cure because we wish we had one because it's not fun. 
it's not fun waking up at five in the morning being like, I'm having a heart attack. Oh no, sorry. It's just, it's just a panic attack. Don't worry guys. <laughs> don't, don't call the hospital right now. It's fine. <laughs> Literal story from the last week. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but it was counting. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think that's a really important point. Um, I mentioned to you before we were starting that some of what maybe inspired or just like a precedent for, for this kind of podcast is the mental illness happy hour, which is a great podcast for people who are going to, to want to listen to, I don't know, other people deal with their own issues and their own battles. And the host there describes their podcast as a, as a waiting room that doesn't suck. And I think that obviously if there's copyright there, we're not claiming that for ourselves at all. Um, fair use, fair yeah, use, fair use. But but um, yeah, I think also, I th- my feeling is that just not setting out here to start a wild movement that's going to change the world. But I, I I think we can provide value in honestly talking about our own experiences and how we overcome certain things. I mean, I know as somebody who who has that that touch of ADHD, kind of like a little obsessive thing going on here. Like I've created some systems and things that work for me and and different ideas that I think have helped me. And it's, you know, I'm never going to stand here and be like, this is what you need to do. But I am also really comfortable saying like, this is what I have done. And I think that's probably all we can do, right? Is say like, I did this and it worked great. Um, on the other hand, I also drank four cups of coffee yesterday and didn't stop working. And that wasn't good. Um, yeah. You know, so that's that's all we can do. But I, I'm happy we got that out there. And I think we're looking for our episodes to be really full. Like we're not looking to make our episodes like two hours for no apparent reason. We're not going for the Joe Rogan status. Um, and we're, we're just going to talk about things for as long as it takes. So some episodes, you know, might be 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Some episodes might be an hour. But um, I'm comfortable with that. And, you know, I'm not I, I don't think we need to be boxed in on anything. But I think we've set up some real parameters here with the start here in this first episode that let people know that while we're anxious about starting a podcast, I've always kind of felt like the separation between anxiety and excitement is pretty slim sometimes. Um, yeah. And so like I'm thankfully much more on the excited part of it. And there are definitely going to be moments during this journey of ours where I'm like, nope, just anxious about it. Um, <laughs> but but that's okay too. And And I'm pretty... Yeah, I'm pretty stoked about this. Um, and so we're in the same way that we start every episode by talking about one thing that on a scale of one to um, probably you know, we'll have like a certain action that has all sorts of fun adjectives and stuff. This week was crumbling to pieces. We want to end each episode by talking about one thing that uh, you're patting yourself on the back for. So one thing that could be in the last day, could be in the last week, could be in the last year, whatever. But one time where you thought, hey, you know, I'm a little bit anxious right now, but um, I'm going to deal with this in, a, in the way I know how. And and so does any, can you think of anything where you think, hey, I was anxious, but uh, but then I made the right move and whatever it was, I went for a walk, whatever. Do you have any examples of that? Yeah. So a little backstory for this. Chris and I are both travel writers. So uh, pretty much our whole businesses just came crashing down. <laughs> Yeah, overnight. That. And as my friend Christina put it, we basically got fired from a job that we are the boss of. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't feel right writing about travel right now. It just feels too wrong. It just doesn't feel 100%. topical. It just doesn't feel 
because I'm still mourning the loss of our movement and freedom. And I have no idea when things will open up again. And so I've been thinking about, well, how am I going to earn a living again? Because my blog was my only source of income. And so I was kind of wallowing about because I had just hit my goals, like my stretch goals, like just two months ago, I had just hit those goals. And so I was really mourning the loss of sort of like all my hard work and not being able to see, you know, what's going to happen in the next couple of years. And, uh, you know, that, that was really causing me a ton of anxiety is not being able to have this like crystal ball to look into the future to be like, okay, well, coronavirus will be over on, you know, mm-hmm. April 1st of 2021. And then my life can return, you know, this whole living in questioning is has been really taking a toll on me. And so I decided I needed a new project to fill my time. Because this podcast apparently isn't enough of a project to fill my time. I have too much, too much anxious energy to expend. And so despite my fear of starting something new and sucking at things at the beginning, I started a food blog and I actually posted on it like several times and have made and photographed several recipes, which are all waiting to be published. And I'm just feeling really happy that even though my food photography is. Did you see like when Martha Stewart went viral for having like the worst food photography on the planet? <laughs> I didn't, but... Uh... Okay, well, it, it's delightful. Um, mark that down <laughs> as a to-do after finishing this podcast. Maybe because, we, can put uh, it in the sh- we can put it in the show notes, perhaps. We can put it in the show notes, but uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a couple steps above that um, at the moment, but I'm getting better. It didn't help that like I had my camera set on like northern lights settings for the first day of shooting. So that was a little tricky. <laughs> if you're a if you're a photography nerd, you'll know that shooting at 3200 indoors is a bad move. If you're not a photography <laughs> If you're not a photography nerd, just know that I was really fucking dumb. And um, but my motto for the past year or so has been better dumb than perfect. And so I'm just getting stuff up as fast as I can reasonably do without triggering my anxiety further. So I am proud of myself for starting a new business venture and pivoting and working on that. That was really long. I'm sorry. No, not at all. (laughs) Not at all. That's great. Um, Hard to think of a probably a more uh, uplifting or enlightening monologue to have in the whole show. So that's great. I think you should you should feel great about that. And also, of course, I was hanging on your every word because I am in the exact same position, right? Where everything came crumbling down a little bit. I had trips planned galore that were were going to bring in um, income and things like that. And and I had some other anxieties just around. I run the Toronto Bloggers Collective, a group of five hundred people, and I think I I felt like I and still feel like I have to play the role a little bit of trying to keep everyone together. You know, we we hosted last night like a. 8 p.m. happy hour where we just had 15 people show up on Zoom and have a drink and just catch up. And I think, you know, that's despite the fact that everything crumbled, like that kind of stuff gives me some purpose. But since all this kind of came crashing down, it really started when Bree and I were in Mexico and had to flee back from Mexico and do a two-week self-quarantine just to make sure we were asymptomatic. And I realized on Friday that I had not taken a day off since I came back. So I'd worked kind of without knowing it or kind of by accident for 17 days straight. 
And that's something that could happen to me. Like I, I can get so goal oriented or goal focused that I forget about my well being. And <laughs> so I'm proud of myself for taking yesterday off. I woke up and drank some of my favorite tea and went out for a walk, you know, kind of avoiding people naturally. Then came back and played some online games with a few buddies, which is not something I usually do. Bree made a great dinner. And then I played online poker with some buddies and we were all chatting. So I did a little bit of work in the afternoon, but it was mostly personal stuff. Like I was writing up, I, I, I have a thing where I, f- I put flags in all the books I'm reading for sentences I or phrases I really like and I write them out. So I just did that and caught up to some books I want to write some notes from, which was actually kind of therapeutic. So I think I'm actually happy that I recognized I needed a day off. And that's partially because it's not a two-week thing. Like it's not like you graduate from two weeks and it's done. Like you're right, this could be a long, long time. And so I think yesterday was actually kind of like my great realization that for this to be successful and this to be, and I, and also not worrying so much about it being, you know, quote unquote successful, but just like realizing that to make the most of it means doing what we're doing now, which is starting new projects, engaging with new people, but not every single day. And I think we did that well because we were supposed to meet last week and we figured out that this was going to be the best time for us to meet. And there was no pressure on that. So I think this project is also going to read a lot of light, but um, yeah, I'm happy I actually took a day off. Yeah, that's big. It's like really hard when you work for yourself to set those work-life boundaries. So props to to seeing that, especially when you're kind of in a state of panic like we are at the moment because everything we used to know, just the, the rule book got thrown out the window. So it's not like, oh, I just need to keep hustling in the same way that I've been doing. It's like, oh no, I need to uh, rewrite the book. <laughs> so everything, uh, yeah. So it's been it's been a challenge, but to be honest, like I think I'm also proud of how I've not panicked more about the loss of my business. Yeah. Like I'm trying to take it in stride and pivot and not focus so much on the macro because for some reason this is always a strange thing with me and my anxiety. On the macro level, big life stuff I'm totally, I'm usually pretty cool. I don't have like the existential angst all the time of like, who am I? Like, you know, say that in a Derek Zoolander voice, please. Who am I? Um, (laughs) Who am I? But um, I get more anxious about the nitty gritty, the day to day, the errands, the this, the that, the little teeny tiny things that shouldn't get my goat so much, but do. But meanwhile, big picture, I'm like, oh, the world is burning. Okay, I'll sit inside and I guess we'll start a new business. You know? <laughs> I guess we'll start a few <laughs> new things. Uh, yeah, I kind of, I, I feel, I definitely feel you on that. I'm kind of in the exact same place. But I'm also kind of proud of myself for pushing forward and trying to start some new things and bring some new light in. And, and I kind of figured that in starting this podcast that it really wasn't either of us trying to help a million other people. It was more just trying to see if we could help each other a little bit and maybe that will, you know, resonate with other people. And I think that's kind of cool. And people will learn quickly that I have this soft side of making these uh, little dramatic moments that uh, they're going to have to deal with. <laughs> yeah, people are going to have to deal with a lot. So. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say that that was a pretty good first episode. And, and I really hope that everyone who listened along 
could feel that uh, our hearts in this project and we're both excited about it. So from me, I will just say a big thank you to everyone who listened to the first episode. We have a lot of fun topics that we're already sort of getting ready to to put out into the world. And and I'm really excited about it. And, um, and it's really good to have someone to be excited about right now. Yes, I agree. And also one quick note, we're going to release these like the Netflix binge model at first and then do a slow drip. So if you're like really into this podcast, don't worry, we're going to have like three more for you to like binge and get your like your quick hit on. And then we're going to be releasing uh, once a week, because we know that some people, at least I measure my days of the week, because you know, time has no meaning to me anymore. By like when when podcasts come out, like my favorite podcast, like love it or leave it, like that's the only way I know that it's Saturday. (laughs) So uh, don't worry, we will keep to a schedule for you guys. Um, If you're also anxious and like to have things at a predictable time, we are going to be doing our very best to stick to a once a week schedule, Mm -hmm. um, releasing new content once a week after we drop these first uh, four episodes for you guys. Yeah, for sure. And I guess we should just let people know where they can find us if they're looking to find us. So I mean, yeah. if, if if you'd like, do you want to let people know where they can find you? Yeah, sure. I mean, I could use literally every penny that your page views uh, <laughs> will give me because um, currently banking about eight bucks a day. Uh, <laughs> so if you want, you can hit refresh a bunch of times on uh, several of my websites. Uh, so you can find me at eternalarrival.com, which covers uh, global travel. So probably not relevant to you at the moment. You can also find me on sophiaadventures.com, which focuses on travel in Bulgaria and the Balkans. Also, probably not super relevant right now. And finally, you can um, check out my new blog, which is a food blog focused on cooking international cuisine from a limited resource kitchen, which you can find at thepassportkitchen.com. Basically, it's chronicling uh, my attempts to make food from around the world in a place where it's very difficult and confusing to source ingredients like Bulgaria. So uh, (laughs) I'm trying to keep things... Thank you. I'm trying to keep things like as like authentic as I can while also being realistic about what ingredients like people can and can't get and not be like, you can't have a proper Indian curry without amchur powder, which I mean, I I do have, but I know people probably don't. (laughs) Um, So like, I don't want to like Guy Fieri up like, you know, classic dishes and like make, you know, nationals of these countries like picket me. But I also do want to bring food from around the world, especially because we can't really travel at the moment to people's kitchens in a way that they can enjoy relatively simply. So that is my my spiel for my new blog. And um, you don't need to hit refresh on that one a lot because like I, I don't have any ads on it. So you, know, <laughs> you, you <laughs> just the other ones. Just the other please. one. <laughs> Love it. Great. Yeah. So people can find, again, it's taking a little bit of a hiatus on in some ways, but uh, I'm still posting a lot on travelingmitch.com with one L I say for uh, Canadians and other people, uh, not named, not Americans. Um, I am posting mostly just stuff, other expertise I have like uplifting podcasts and stuff like that, but people can check out. 
Um, I do have another, I have an Ontario travel website, ultimateontario.com. The best people place for people to find me is on social media, uh, traveling Mitch on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, especially. It's just, I don't know. There's something about that platform that calls to me. And I, I just, I think it's uh, I think it's a pretty low barrier to entry and I really like Twitter. So that's a good place to find me. Um, and of course, if you're based in Toronto and you're creating stuff, you can feel free to check out the Toronto Bloggers Collective. But most importantly for now, I'm just thankful that you guys are checking this out and listening to Alice and I just talk about this, that, and the other together. I thought that was pretty good. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thanks.